Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we are continuing the genealogy of Jesus, part three. Yeah. Yeah. Final part. Final part. And um, for those that maybe missed last episode, or if you didn't, I'm going to recap. So last episode, we left it at Jehoiachin, and we talked about how he was king for like three months, I want to say. And he was king for three months because then they were captured by the Babylonian Empire. Right. And yes. there were no more kings. Exactly. That was it, because they were captured by Babylon. So now we're on verse 12, and verse 12 says, After the Babylonian exile, Jehoiachin was the father of Shiltiel. Shiltiel was the father of Zerubbabel. So as the verse starts, this picks up after the Babylonian exile, which lasted 70 years, and it was when the Israelites were taken captive by Babylon. Their captivity was brought on because of the sin of the people. It was the consequences of disobedience and idolatry by the Israelites. And if you've read the Bible, you've seen that God, God did warn them about the consequences and they just kept doing what they wanted, essentially. So the captivity was actually a consequence. And this is a, just a teaching moment, but I'm reading Deuteronomy right now. And I think it's Deuteronomy 28, where it literally says, mm -hmm. if you do this and you do idol worship, we're going to send you. All these people are going to capture you. They're not going to care about you. You're going to be slaves. It says all of that. Yeah. Yeah, it says it like way before. Yes. Uh, and, and God lets them know like this is a consequence. And, you know, they did what they did. They did. They did. Hence, and this and, is where we're at. Yeah. And I'm really excited that I read that today because it really ties into this episode. Yeah. So if you remember, Jehoiachin was the last king before the exile, as we had just stated. So there's not much said about Shealtiel, his son. Um, we do see it in the Bible. It says, the only time we see it in the Bible, it's, it says, Serubabel, son of Shealtiel. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only that's one. That's literally the only, we know him because of his son. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> we do find information about Zerubbabel in the book of Zechariah and Haggai. And these books mention that Zerubbabel led the rebuilding of Solomon's temple, which was where the presence of God dwelled. And even though it wasn't as great in size, it did outlast Solomon's. And it's, it's the one that Jesus himself visited 500 years later yeah that was so pretty neat that he was able to rebuild and, and then jesus was there yeah it was great so now y'all get a warning and this is when the genealogy gets weird because the men we're about to talk about in the next couple of verses literally are only mentioned in the bible once like it, this is the only time you see some of these names so for the next couple of verses we aren't going to tell you much about them except that what their names mean mm -hmm. um which does say a lot about who they were and why they were chosen because now it's it's similar but back then names had a lot of weight and they meant a lot yes. right and so yeah. this is the only really the only piece of their character of mm -hmm. them that we will know about because they're they ain't nothing else There's we no looked yeah this is else. the only verse where they're mentioned uh so we don't have background on them yeah but we were able to pull their the meaning of their names um and so we'll share that with you also in verse 13 it says zerubbabel was the father of abiud Abiud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. So Abiud means my father is majesty. Eliakim means whom God will raise up or the resurrection of God. And Azor means helper. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. And, and I've heard the Azor word before mm -hmm. used in like the original text of the Bible okay. as a descriptor for Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. Exactly, because she's a helper. That's yeah, what she is. which is pretty cool. Okay, and verse 14. Azer was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Akim. Akim was the father of Eliud. So Zadok means righteous or justified. Akim means God will establish. And Eliud means God my praise. And then we go to verse 15. 
and it reads, Eliud was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Mathan. Mathan was the father of Jacob. And Eleazar means God is my help. Mathan means gift or hope of the Lord. And Jacob means supplanter. Right, which we've talked about we've before, talked about but he, another was, he was redeemed, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's really interesting when we when we hear all the meanings of these names, like that all describes God and that all describes yeah. who Jesus is. So it's it's very uh, interesting to read these and mm-hmm. also you can tell why these people are in Jesus' genealogy. Yes. You know? We don't know much about this other Jacob, um, but again, he might have had his name changed at some point or something, but in this case, like it does mean supplanter, but that's all the context we have for him. Could be a family name. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was inherited. Um, so then we go to verse 16 and it says, Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. We've arrived. We've arrived at the end. So Joseph is, of course, the earthly father of Jesus, which I've heard or I've seen him referred to as the stepfather. And I think that's so funny. Because no. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like the earthly father, but not yeah, the stepfather. Not the because stepfather. his father is like God, God. So it's weird. Don't refer to him as stepfather. But like, he's still his dad. Right. It's very it's, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, Joseph is, of course, the earthly father of Jesus. We know that he was a godly man and faithful to the law. As you may know, when Mary told him she was pregnant, he didn't want to disgrace her publicly. So he was going to break up with her on the low. But then an angel came to him and confirmed what Mary had told him. And from then on, he stood by her until his death. Yeah, which I I think a lot of people focus on Mary making, like, you know, agreeing and being like, yes, Lord, here I am. But this was a big deal for Joseph, too. Definitely. You know, for him to be like, yes, I I received this promise and and this uh, responsibility. Yes. um, And standing by Mary. Yeah, and we don't know much about him, and we don't really know much about Mary either, to be honest, but, like, they must have been amazing people. Like, how cool would it have been to have more information about how they raised Jesus and and all this other stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, Mary is, of course, the virgin mother of Jesus who brought him into this world and raised him. Um, We see her throughout his life and in particular at the cross when he dies because she was there while he was was being crucified. Yeah. And then, of course, Jesus. Mm, Yeah. Um, Jesus is the whole Messiah. The entire reason we are separated from our sins as far as the east is from the west and the reason we have been adopted into the kingdom of God. And for more on Jesus specifically, because Jesus is Jesus, mm-hmm. um, and we, we talk about him almost every episode, but we did do an episode, uh, two episodes specifically about uh, who he is and his story based on what we read in the Gospels. And those are the original Misfit part one and part two. So if you know want to know more about Jesus, then go back to those episodes. And that also gives you context on why we're the Misfits. Yes, exactly. So go listen to those and get the history. Of get the, the history. It's the history of this podcast. (laughs) And then verse 17 uh, reads, All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. So to give you a recap of all the genealogy, these are some key takeaways that we've talked about. Abraham is highlighted in Jesus' story because Abraham represents God's people and being called out from all the nations, right? Like, he is the father of all the nations. Yes, being separated and holy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we highlight David in Jesus' genealogy because the story points us to David becoming king, and therefore we that tells us that Jesus is part of royalty, right? Like, 
David is his ancestor, and yeah. so therefore he comes from from royal from royalty. Right. And we also wanted to point out the women that are mentioned in the genealogy. If you remember that in in this time, women were not mentioned very much, right? They weren't included in a lot of the bloodline. It was usually through the fathers, right? And so they focus on the men. So to mention the women in Jesus' genealogy was very important. So the women that were mentioned were uh, Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Bathsheba. And aside from them being women, they were all like Gentiles, which I think is very, you know, telling of the history of Jesus. Yeah. They were all somehow associated with sex scandals. And so you can tell like they had some history. There was something that, you know, people maybe frowned upon, weren't approved of, all that kind of stuff. But it just shows that God will just use all types of people. And it doesn't matter the background or what can they be known as, quote Mm -hmm. unquote. Um, it's really about his purpose and his kingdom, and and he used these women and all of these people, yeah, uh, to to make that known. Yeah, you know? so that's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. So to um, just further cement what we've talked about in this episode, um, we wanted to read Romans one. Um, verse one through six, because we believe it sums up everything we have said in this series. So the verse says, this letter is from Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, chosen by God to be an apostle and sent out to preach his good news. God promised this good news long ago through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The good news is about his son. In his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line, and he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. And you are included among those Gentiles who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ. I am writing to all of you in Rome who are loved by God and are called to be his own holy people. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Yeah, that basically includes all these different parts Mm -hmm. that we just shared the genealogy yeah, yeah. And how important all that is and how we fit in yeah and who god is yeah just awesome yeah so um we hope that you enjoyed this three-part series about the genealogy of jesus we tried to get as um into or we tried to give you as much detail as we could about these yeah. people right without reading kings and chronicles to you <laughs> so if you do want more information please go refer back to those books because that's that's where a lot of this is happening but we hope that you learned something today we hope that you enjoyed this episode and as always this is fran this is Yali. we are the midtown misfits and we will see you next week bye, bye.